Blog Talk Radio. For that, I am your host, Mary Brown, and this show is brought to you by the Tarot Guild. We do have a live chat room on the Tarot Guild site. You can find that easily by going to thetarotguild.com forward slash chat and join the conversation going on there. Hello to everybody hanging out in the chat room, and hello to everyone hanging on the line here, waiting for, I would guess, a crystal mini reading, or even just to listen along. I I see you guys on the switchboard, shout out to you, and hang on a little while longer, and I will start taking some calls, because today's episode, well, it's, it's the last episode of There's a Rock for that for this year, um, this month of December. And so I thought let's do open lines and free crystal readings and just chatting about crystals, whatever you want to talk about, crystal related. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to hear it. I, I am listening. And um the theme for the show really is crystals for giving because it is uh, one of the biggest gift giving seasons, times of the year here in December. Lots of holidays being celebrated, a lot of gifts being exchanged, and uh, what makes a better gift than crystals? I don't know. I can't think of any. So we will, throughout the show, uh, we'll talk about that. And if you have any questions about it, you know, whether or not uh, you are interested in crystals or have experiences with crystals or thinking of giving someone a crystal as a gift, you know, you can also post about that in the chat room as well as ask for a free crystal mini reading from the chat room too. But precedence does go to those patiently waiting on the line here. And yes, we are a live call-in show. Uh, if you want to call in for free crystal mini reading or just to talk about crystals, the number to call is 714-816-4628. And be sure to press the number one on your dial pad because that raises your hand and lets me know that you would like to be on the air uh, asking your question or talking about crystals rather than just listening to the show. That's how I tell the difference in between all those numbers that line up on the switchboard like that. So, but what I do like to do is start off with a card, a crystal card of the day. And today's crystal card comes from the Eternal Crystal deck jade sky with beautiful 
crystal artwork by Jane Marin that came out from Blue Angel a couple years ago, I think, maybe 2020 or 2021, I think. Um, but anyways, the card that I got for today was actually the Amethyst card. And in this deck, that really uh, is connected. The message is connected with the idea of intuition and your third eye chakra, essentially. Um, you know, because of the color purple, a lot of times we talk about how uh, it's an easy association is to, uh, if you want to balance your chakras, is to work with crystals of the different colors associated classically. I guess we could say classically now uh, in the modern terms <laughs> anyways uh, with those particular chakras. And, and the message that uh, Jade Sky gives us with amethyst is really sweet. You know, it's saying take time today to focus on peace and tranquility. And as you relax, you'll feel the answers to your questions coming forward a lot more clearly. Uh, also good time to Join a meditation group, attend a spiritual workshop, delve into a spiritual matter that interests you, uh, try to reconnect with your spirit guides and angels, uh, nurture your intuitive uh, connection, because that'll help bring about self-healing on many levels and will also enhance your capacity to help others heal through words, energy, or even through a hands-on healing modality. So Jade Sky, like, really says, like, you know, take it all the way <laughs> to learning a new healing mo modality. But but I do like the, the concept. You know, one of my favorite things, actually, one of my favorite things, actually, to do with amethyst is to do uh, some grid work. You know, but, like, do a personal crystal uh, body layout. And it's really kind of a, a fascinating thing. If you can go into it without uh, without the expectation, you know. I mean, don't approach working with crystals, you know, from the standpoint of, okay, do something for me. Or, you know, show me what you got. You know, that, that sort of pressure, you know, that, that we can put on uh, – things like this, you know, it's like, okay, I want to see results immediately. Um, but if you could just take a handful of amethyst crystals, you know, they're, they're still affordable and, and, you know, inexpensive, really, just to get some tumbled stones. And, you know, but they're so useful. It's like a handful of amethyst tumbled stones. And you find um, some time, it doesn't have to be a long period of time, 15 minutes at the most, ideally, probably about seven minutes, right? You find the time where you're not going to be disturbed. You just lay down, stretch out comfortably, and place those stones around you, around your body, close to the body, not touching a couple of inches away, you know, at the at the major kind of uh, joints in the body, you know, outside the knees, outside the hips, outside the ankles, the elbows, the, the shoulders, you know, above your head, below your feet, you know, place them like in a circle around you and just close your eyes, you know, no expectations, just lay there, just relax, just see what happens, you know. Without expecting, see what it is you are feeling, what kind of things come 
to mind. You know, where's your energy level at? You know, that kind of thing. That's that's one way to work with amethyst that that I just love to do. I I do that. <laughs> I do that. I think that idea first actually was presented to me by Melinda Carver. If, if any of you happen to listen, you know, be a fan of Melinda Carver, uh, psychic extraordinaire out there uh, who used to do a show called Positive Perspectives. Uh, has been on that show. She's been on this show. But, yeah, that, that I think, that's who I credit with that, I'm pretty sure. All right. So, yes, we're going to talk about all kinds of crystals today. Great ideas for gift-giving during this season of gift-giving. But first, let's go ahead and see who has been waiting the longest on the line. And this is area code 313. Area code 313, caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Brian, and I'm calling from Chicago. <laughs> what did you want to talk about, Brian? I want to talk about um, basically what do you see things going for me uh, into the new year? Into the new year. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to take a look at it, right? <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to I'm going to use the crystal dice here and, and see what comes up on that, and we'll we'll talk about those various aspects. But just you know, just generally, how do we see it going into the new year? And okay, okay. So there's a lot of well, it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of um, emphasis kind of being placed on new beginnings, fresh starts. I don't know if you're looking to 2023 20, to make some changes, okay? Um, but it seems like a good time for that. It seems like it's going to be a good time, especially when I look at the stones that come up for starting new things, new projects, new beginnings, maybe even new job, new location. Who knows? <laughs> new stuff. <laughs> you know, we've got the um, the tiger's eye quartz is, is the first stone that comes up here. And so it's talking about <sighs> encouraging your confidence, okay? And, and really the sense of like, okay, you know, taking it down to earth, approach, yes, but still having confidence in taking on something new or going in a new direction. And also the thing about Tiger Eye, um, you know, it's very reflective. It's, it's got this sort of uh, what they call chatoyancy. It's like things, you know, that's like shiny, shiny and glittery. It's like, so we look for those flashes like we see in the stone, look for those flashes of inspiration, um, ideas that come up. Don't you know? Don't don't just brush them aside, you know, because it could be very important. Um, the other stone that comes up here that is equally interesting is the red jasper stone, and that's about again being practical, down to earth. Um, you know, really shoring up. Things that have to do with uh, the stability and 
and security in the sense of like really feeling like, okay, you know, this is handled. Do you want to, it feels like the emphasis is going to be on making sure that like he got the basics covered, you know, what would be that like food, clothing, shelter, right. You know, in life, isn't that like, that's the very least we need to cover right for ourselves um, in order to have stability. Um, you know, and we need to have that practice on practical matters that, that Red Jasper hints at as well. But having said that, we can't be all about just maintaining that, you know, because we're not going to make any progress. We're not, we're not going to get to the next steps along our journey if we're not willing to open up and go a different direction or entertain a, a new idea. And the the other things that come up here, you know, it's interesting, healthy relationships. And with Rose Quartz <laughs> coming up the way that it does here with Green Aventurine, you know, that, that's where this this concept is coming from. They both show the number two. So one, twos are always about balance um, on just a basic level. But, you know, what what is it that we need to bring to our relationships, but what about love in our life? What about, you know, that aspect of life? And, and what can we do to, to help it to flourish and to grow and to be healthy? So feel like those are going to be kind of the, the themes going into the new year and maybe, you know, starting next year. Oh, that's wonderful. Because I've I'm, I'm got interviews lined up. Uh, this week. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm trying to, tra- yeah, I'm trying to um, relocate and try a new Jeez. position. Of- <laughs> wow. Uh, so it's and- all new stuff. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Wow. Well, good. You know, like, take this as a, as kind of a good validation. The oh, good yeah. things are come from, from what you're doing from doing that, from thinking in those ways and, and deciding I'm going to make those kind of changes. You know, this is Absolutely. just, you know, confirmation that you're on the right track. Thanks so much all for right. calling. Thank and you for taking my it. my blessings with all of that. Absolutely. You got to call back after the new year and, and let me know how it's going and, we, and we'll take another look. <laughs> all right. You got it. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, that was so cool. Okay. So we are uh, going to get back to calls in a second, but I did want to start out with what what kind of uh, crystals make great gifts this time of year. And, and, you know, when I put this together, I was really thinking in terms of, you know, because this question comes up every once in a while, what do you, what if you want to give someone a crystal? Okay. And, and you just feel like, oh, I really want to give them like puzzles. And yet, you know, maybe this person is so into crystals, right? Maybe they would not think of it in the same way that you or, or me uh, would, would look at it, you know? So, so how do you do that? You're not going to convince them most probably that they should start working with crystals and that they should get into all the metaphors physical meanings and lore and benefits and all of that. 
that probably isn't going to work for somebody who's like not even aware of it. Or they're new to crystals. So like, you know, I think a great place to start for somebody like that, because again, you know, I've, I've, and I've said this a few times, I kind of focus on this, on this concept that you don't need to know anything about crystals to benefit from them, um, from their, from having them in your life. And so this is where I recommend, you know, like a nice carved crystal. You know, something that's like maybe maybe this friend of yours uh, likes um, wolves, right? You know, as a motif or or like an animal, a turtle, a frog, something like that. Because you can find crystals carved into all sorts of shapes. And don't think that just because it's carved and it looks ornamental that it it doesn't have the same benefit as maybe a raw stone or a tumbled stone or, or stones that might be on the marketplace purely for crystal healing, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's the same stone. And a lot of times you don't even have to go to a specific like metaphysical or even rock shop um, to find really beautiful uh, crystal carvings that, that would make nice gifts. So I see these all the time. I think probably what I see a lot of time, even like spas and even little boutiques and uh, kind of curio shops, I suppose, um, I see carved hearts, like rose quartz especially, you know, the beautiful pink stone uh, carved into the shape of a heart. And that would make a nice gift for somebody. They're less likely to lose it or just, you know, toss it aside because it just looks like a plain rock to them, you know. So if it looks carved, if it's actually like a, a work of art, um, they're more likely to put it in a place that's sort of prominent. They're more likely to display it. They're more likely to to put it somewhere where they're going to come in contact with it a lot. And thus, thus you've done it. You've given the perfect gift. <laughs> so that's just one idea. Like, look at some of the carvings out there. Um, really beautiful. And just the idea of carved crystals, quartz especially, like any of the quartzes, I mean, those have been being carved for, you know, I think as listeners of this show uh, are aware of, for thousands of years, you know, literally. <laughs> and you know, for different reasons probably than than why they're carved now. Um, but that is, like, I think the number one thing for, for a gift to somebody who's just starting out with crystals and may not be really into it, may not even really have much of an interest in stones, but yet you, you crystal guardian, stone keeper, <laughs> you want to give them a stone. So, yeah, look for a cool carving that they might actually, you know, keep around. <laughs> All right, so that is crystal gift-giving tip number one. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines and see who has been waiting the longest now. And that appears to be, what is this, area code 512. Area code 512, caller, are you there? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. What's your name and where are you calling oh. from? Hi, it's Melissa from New Mexico. 
and uh, what are interesting shows you said about crystals? <laughs> I only have one, but I'm going to get some Thank more. Thank you. Go ahead. Yes. What did you want to talk about? I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Yeah, I always do. It's so, so much fun, and I've learned through the years from y'all. Um, thank you very much for for, for doing thank this. It's, 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 I really like the show. I have a good question. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yes, and thank thank you, ma'am. And beautiful picture, by the way, on your on your blog radio. Um, oh, thank you. I'm trying to be quick. So uh, me and my guy friend argue. We had an argument. Not an argument, but an uh, not not ugly, but a conversation, irritation conversation about his female business partner, and um, I like to know these couple of days is he has he been fighting with with the business partner, the female, like trying to get some information out, out, out of the situation? Because uh, I I'm, I think he I think something occurred, but when we know mm-hmm. it comes to business. So you want to know if, people, they, we want to... if they've been if they've been fighting uh, recently? Yeah, something. Him and his partner. Yes, I'm like. Okay. Yeah, because you and him, like, it's hard to hard to talk to him about this person for some reason, right? Okay. Yes, because she claims to be better okay. than anybody. Anybody. Wow. <laughs> Well, that's a qu- yeah. quite a feat, a- isn't it? If she was better than anybody, it's like with the person. Yeah. Okay, you know, and, yeah. and just to say yes, no question like that, I'm using my crystal pendulum, and, you know, I'm getting a very strong yes indication that they have been arguing. Um, it seems like strongly they've been arguing. So that might be why it's it's just kind of, you know, maybe a touchy subject um, with him when you try to talk to him. But, yes, you are, you know, and, and, you know, look, I don't think you asked that question without, you know, having a little bit of your own intuition at work there. So if that is validation that, yes, you, you sniffed it. <laughs> you sniffed it out. <laughs> I can't believe Thank it. you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, Thanks so much for calling. What- and uh, thank you for talking about crystals. I'll, I'll be tuning in. Thank you. Oh, have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Oh, okay, that was cool. And, oh, hey, another tip. Crystal pendulum might actually be a cool gift as well to give this time of year. And, you know, I love crystal pendulums. I collect pendulums. I hate to say that, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I really do. Um, you know, they, they, they're kind of a strange gift to give, though, right? Yeah, I mean, like, you're probably not going to give a pendulum just to anybody. I don't know if you would do that, like, in a secret Santa exchange, you know, or, like, you know, just to somebody who, like, out, you know, they, you don't know has any connection to it. Cause, so I do think it's it's more of a gift for the metaphysical and, and magically minded. Um, and also, you know, you have to think about, you know, does it really fit the person? And then not only that, if you're going to give a crystal one, you have to also think about well, what kind of crystal pendulum, because all kinds of crystals are used for pendulums. A safe bet with that 
probably is clear quartz, right? Because it's programmable easily. You know, this was your intention. It's like, okay, I'm going to use this pen, pendulum for healing work, you know, because you can work with that. I would also, to really round out this gift, though, I would also look for a, a decent, you know, not wacky, not too woo-woo, but, you know, like a really as much as can be possible, straightforward little book on dousing, you know, or even, you know, if you don't want to, you know, if you have a <laughs> a limitation on, on how much you want to spend on this, on this gift, you could, you know, find that information online. There's uh there's even groups from Facebook for, for people that douse. It's been, there's been so much written about it. But anything that's going to be like a, a an easy little guideline to teach somebody how to work with a pendulum, you know, how to find the yes, no answer, how to hold it, just a, just those sort of basics. And that could round out to like a really sweet gift, even if you just did a nice printout of information that you found on the Internet to go along with the crystal pendulum. And, you know, even as something that you might even think like a gift certificate to like your local, you know, metaphysical store or something um, might even be a good option if they want to pick out a pendulum or you feel like they should pick out their own pendulums. Pendulums are to me like sort of magical tools. So it's kind of tricky. Like for me, I would love it if somebody gave me, people have given me crystal pendulums for gifts and I have loved it every time. But I don't know how other people feel about it. You know, if they feel they should pick it themselves. But anyway, just a thought, just a thought. Um, but yeah, crystal carvings, crystal pendulums, and both of those things really, you know, you're going to find a variety of different types of crystals. Uh, because all different types are carved, all different types are made into pendulums as well. But when we look at crystals themselves and, you know, what particular stones are good all around, definitely rose quartz. Um, because it's, it's just, it's just so pretty, for one thing. So people are drawn to it. It's a stone of love, you know, so people don't get as superstitious about rose quartz as they might about some of the other stones out there. Uh, amethyst, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Our card of the day, amethyst. In uh, both rose quartz, amethyst, and clear quartz are stones that I feel like anybody can work with, appreciate in a variety of ways. And the stones that are very affordable and abundantly available. So, I mean, you can get, you know, beautiful examples, specimens of any of those type of crystals for a reasonable price even in this crazy economy. Um, and you just can find so many different things made out of them, I know. Okay, so let's go ahead and go to our next color here. And that is do, 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 do. area code nine one nine. Color, are you there? Nine one nine. Hi, I I am. Thank you. Hi. Hi. What's your name and where nice. are you calling from? 
My name is Sandra Kay, but I go by my middle name, Kay, and I'm calling from Georgia. Kay from Georgia. What did you want to talk about today, Kay? Um, quick question about um, a relationship. Um, I met someone a mm-hmm. few months ago and just getting to know her, and, you know, she's in California, I'm in Georgia, so just learning each other. Um, and mm-hmm. when do you see me forward? Where do we see we this going? We were celebrating my birthday. We were supposed to be celebrating my birthday together the end of the, um, because she was coming this way. She has daughters that live here. I'm just trying to see if that would happen and we'll think we're going there. Mm. So will that happen, the, the get-together, right, for your birthday? Yes. yes. And, then, and then where do we kind of, what do we see happening here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right, so just on that yes or no, I'm just going to, you know, ask that. And, I, you know, I, it looks to me like it's going to happen. You know, the oh, pendulum great. reading okay. at least is indicating a yes, so that's good. So at least something happened in here. Yes. <laughs> and then kind of, you know, what, what can you expect from the relationship, right? Is that a fair way to put that question? Yeah, yeah, exactly, okay. exactly, yeah. Okay. And so looking at that, well, you know, it feels like this, it, this becomes a stable thing. You know, when I look at the stones Ooh. that come up, and I use a system of, of various crystals and, and um Numbers, actually. You know, and and Mm -hmm. right off the bat, the first thing that strikes me is that there's no, um, there's no fives that come up is how I look at it. I look at the number five as indicating like a problem. Look out. Here it is. And there's no fives. I'm like, wow, okay. That's interesting. You know, it would be remarkable to have a relationship that's not, you know, that's problem free, right? That's doesn't seem to happen right, often. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? right, right, so, right. It's, it's the same. Like, there may not be any major crisis happening. You know, there may not be any major conflicts happening. You know, people always disagree, okay. right? We always disagree about right, little things. Right. Um, but it's like this is, this takes a journey to, to becoming, like, stable and structured. And I feel like, I feel like we're not in a rush. I feel like this relationship no, has no. some longevity to it. And it's oh, like good. two people. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's like two people, you know, kind of coming together because yes. they want to be together. You know, yes. it's like yes. you're drawn to each yes. other. There's a, yes. there's a creative <laughs> energy or a creative force. You know, there's something really centered around creativity about the two of you, you know, when, you know, as a unit, as a couple, it's like, what do you want to make? What do you want to, you know, create? What do you want to nurture? You know, uh, all of those things come up around this. This this looks really good. Okay. I, I will say this really quickly. I was I have gone through I had gone through a lot of stuff in my life, hardships. And then I just yeah. kinda sat back and stopped trying to help God help me. And I lit some candles and started manifesting. God 
your will be done. Mm. And it's like things just started opening up, including this relationship, new job, everything. So I, I can see what you're wow. saying, and, and I, I thank you. I thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to stop. Oh, that's wonderful. Me, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, okay. and sometimes it's like we have to, we have to kind of, we have to kind of give up on things that it's like, okay, this is, this doesn't seem to be working. So yeah, right. That's good though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you know you need to make that shift. You know, for things to yeah. start taking place. So good on you for yeah. that, and, and thanks so much for sharing that with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Blessings to you. Have a great blessing to you, too. Have a good one. Awesome. What a great call. That was true. <laughs> okay, so a little bit more about crystals for gift giving, and then we'll go back to take more calls. All right. So, you know, we've got the carved stones. We've got crystal pendulums. We've got the... The, the main three that I recommend to, that's good for everybody, um, amethyst, clear quartz, and rose quartz. And now I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the specialty uh, stones out there. And, and what I mean by specialty stones, I mean like the trademark ones. I mean like sometimes even the more expensive ones. I mean the ones that tend to become trendy after like the, you know, big events like the Tucson uh, gym show. Right. Um, And you can kind of get that sort of, you know, even for yourself when you're, if you're making, you know, somebody, you know, as often happens, it's like, what do you want for Christmas? Make me a list. Right. Um, When we look at, you know, the, the news that comes up when, when crystals start trending, and stuff and is it you know after big gym shows or there's a new trademark uh crystal out there uh we can get that sort of fomo that fear of missing out and i i just want to caution you against that that you know a fortune does not need to be spent on the hottest and the latest thing one thing that nobody ever seems to say but I want to say, but let me be the first, unless no, unless nobody actually has said it, is that with these new trademark stones, we don't have enough information usually. And usually what happens is they are just a form of older stones. They're just found in a different location. Yeah, there's differences a lot of times. You know, there's differences a lot of times because of the the environment, the, the surrounding sediments, the surrounding minerals uh, that are in those specific locations in those new find areas. And so I, I don't think we're missing out on anything if we skip some of those, if we decide no, you know, <laughs> no, Mr. Simmons, I'm not buying your latest and greatest trademark stone. You know, whoever it is, you know, this is, this is happening a lot in the in the crystal market, and and it, it always makes me uncomfortable, right? Because it, ultimately, we're talking about the same minerals. It's not like uh, somebody is finding a lot of okay, it happens, but you know, 
in a different way. It's not like they're really making brand new discovering discoveries of, of rocks that we didn't know existed on earth. Right. You know, this isn't like, um, you know, like scientists, you know, sometimes the scientists, it, it comes up that, you know, they, they find a meteorite that contains a mineral that they haven't cataloged before. You know, that, that kind of thing happens, right? But, you know, you're not going to be buying those. Those are for sale. <laughs> so I don't want you to feel like you have to be really, really um, extravagant about it, you know, or jump on the latest bandwagon. There are, there are hundreds of thousands of different kinds of stones that have been known and have been used for a really long time and that we have a lot we have a lot of history of them we have a lot of things that have been written about them we have generations and generations of people that have worked with them um and and so that's more reliable information okay so this is something to think about and having said that look at the variations of different stones too you know you may have a clear court. This comes up all the time, by the way, you know. Um, I have a lot of clear quartz crystals. What else is there? I want to get something different. And, you know, and I'll talk to the person, and you come to find out that they that they really haven't even explored just quartz itself. You know, they haven't really looked at the, at the large, you know, spectrum of different quartz. You know, so I, I feel like it's a good time to look at what what is sort of already in stock, you know, instead of reaching for the brand new things. And and part of this, part of my reasoning for for wanting to promote this idea, <laughs> is is the idea of conservation. You know, I mean, um, you know, we talk we talk occasionally, probably not often enough, about the impact of mining. Okay, mining for crystals, you know, some people get, you know, way over to the other end of the spectrum, you know, where they, uh, you know, really want to argue about how how bad it is, how dare you, you know, look what happens, look at the people. But I mean, I do think that we we need to kind of keep, keep it in, in mind that as consumers, you know, we're the ones creating the demand, you know, I mean, sure. You know, there, there's other people and other and other uh, parts of this, you know, whole picture, you know, that have a hand in creating the demand and, and kind of trying to convince us that we need something that is brand new, that our life will never be again, you know, the same again after working with a particular stone. Um, you know, I, I hear it. I see all those claims. I understand the marketing aspect of it. But I do worry about the demand. Um creating an impact on that, that in turn winds up being a destructive uh, thing, you know. Um, so just, you know, as I, as I say quite often, you know, pay attention to, to where crystals are sourced from when you do buy them, even during this shopping season where maybe we're not you know, thinking so much in those terms or thinking more of like, you know, you know, the excitement of it, you know, giving a gift, getting a gift, that kind of stuff. But I mean, it doesn't hurt to do it a little bit responsibly. We can afford to do that. Right. I think so. And, um, 
you know, look into the effects of mining for crystals uh, in different parts of the world. I mean, there's a lot that's being written about it. Uh, I would even, you know, go as far to say that you could, you know, kind of, there is a way to to kind of approach the idea ethically, I guess, you know. Um, there are a lot of stone rock crystal dealers out there that, that are careful, that don't blast a hole in, into a mountain to get stones to sell. You know, they do exist out there. And so um, I feel like shout out to those people and let's support them if we can. Okay. And let's go back to the phone lines here. I think. Let me find my list. There we go. Okay. And our next call, it looks like, is, if I'm not mistaken, area code 519. Area code 519. Caller, are you there? Hi there. My name's Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Where are you calling from? And what do you want to talk about? Um, Canada. Yes. Great. <laughs> it's an international call. <laughs> That's right. It's exciting. <laughs> the cold world. Can I have mm-hmm. a crystal reading around um, uh, life, like home, home, moving, that sort of thing? Mm. Home, moving. Life, like your home life, like where, what's good, where's right. that going to be, <laughs> right? Yeah, that kind of exactly. Thing. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's just see what comes up on this. Home life, moving. What's going on? Wow. Okay. You know, so are there are there kind of two different places that you're kind of torn between? something because it seems uh-huh. like there's a little bit of conflict between where your heart is and where your head is. Right. Uh, two different countries. Wow. Okay. That's two different, <laughs> two different countries. <laughs> yeah. This is really an international call. <laughs> okay. And you know, the, the, the thing about that is, Sometimes it's hard to to choose, you know, we really feel like our heart is being, you know, pulling us in one direction, but, the, but, you know, our head is saying, no, you know, this might be better for these aspects. What comes up with these stones here, you know, number one thing, number one comes up with the red jasper stone. And again, like I was telling that other color, it is about grounding. It's being practical and down to earth and, and saying like, okay, what, what, where can I focus that is really going to matter? You know, I can stay honest and open, you know, to, to all possibilities, but then I have to look at, okay, where am I going to feel the most uh, anchored? You know, especially since you're talking about two different countries, you know, and you may have connections to both of those, but, but what, which, 
one is really going to make it it's like you've got to be comfortable you know you got to feel i like i like yeah i can really plant myself here i can really build a life here this is where i want to live you know in that country in that culture in that potentially city right obviously or not but you know it's asking you to like focus on that aspect of it and also like there seems to be an emphasis on like um physicality health matters too so like which of those places do you see as being like more i you know it's a weird thing like how is it going to benefit your health in some way does that make sense uh, if this makes sense. <laughs> they're kind of like 40 minutes away from each other, so I don't know if it would be that much different in, you know, climate or health-wise or anything like that. Mm. So that's uh, – but the red jasper, I'll look into it because there's something about that that kind of resonates with me when you said it. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's also like um, – you know, this, this this idea, it's like you're doing this to, I mean, you're not doing this to retire, right? You're doing this to accomplish something, it looks like, if that makes sense, you know. I mean, what I mean by that, you know, it, it's like you're not just like casually just finding a different house or, you know, moving here, you know, or there. Uh, it feels like, you know, you need a place that you can, where you're going to function the best. Because we also get this um, green aventurine that it comes up with, like, this idea of, like, okay, you know, you need a place that's going to be this sort of positive atmosphere. Now, the thing about that is we may just be talking about your home surroundings, you know, Um and I don't know if you see yourself as, like, being affected so much by external, you know, things like location, you know, things like that. Some people feel like, you know, it doesn't matter where they are, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, there's such a weird emphasis on, like, being able to have clarity, uh, being able to, like, kind of, like, feel uncluttered, you know, and just have mm-hmm. this sort of, like, positive, calm, calm kind of energetic feeling. So if it's possible to do this, when you're making that decision, you're really like, you know, like checking out a location or checking out a home or checking out a house, you know, pay attention as much as you can to, you know, like get quiet for a couple of minutes and just pay attention to like, wow, do I feel that calmness? Do I feel that sense of, you know, sort of like positive flow? Does it feel like a healing environment or a healthy environment for me? Um, and rather, you know, take a couple of minutes to do that rather than think, okay, well, I'm going to have to change that, you know, put curtains there. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to make that, you know, all those things that we usually think about when we're house hunting, you yeah. know, um, all of those things are important. But this is saying the emphasis really needs to be on, like, that calmness, that centeredness, that grounded feeling. You know what's funny is I, you were talking about amethysts earlier, and I have two giant yeah. geodes, amethyst geodes, 
as soon as I put those oh, in nice. my house, it, 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 there's no conflict, everything's easy going, uh, communication <laughs> is good. So I, I really, you know, Perfect. I would say if you have problems in your house, throw an amethyst geode in it. I love that. I and yeah, I think that that's a great idea too because you know a geode is kind of and geode is a great idea for gift giving too because it's so fascinating. But there's this, the the funny thing about geodes is like I've always felt like they can draw in things that they can kind of pull in things. Um, some of the darker geodes I really noticed that with where they, it's it's sort of like they like a vacuum. You know, in a sense, for vacuuming up any of the, you know, sort of psychic gunk, right, that gets in our yeah. <laughs> atmosphere, yeah. in a sense. But oh, that's a great tip. Thanks so much for sharing that. And oh, you know, you. let us know what happens, what country you end up in. <laughs> for goodness' sake. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye bye. Oh, that was fascinating. Wow. And, yeah, geodes. Geodes are another, that's an excellent idea. And, you know, sometimes um, you can even get, um, you know, geodes that, that aren't broken. You know, sometimes you can, you know, there's sellers out there that, like, will sell, like, a like a bag of geodes that they haven't opened yet. Now, you know, you uh, you know, if it's a good seller who really knows their stones, chances are, you know, it's going to go well that there's going to be a really cool fascinating geode and every time you crack one open um with the little hammer thing and it's so fun to do. So, if you have somebody who's a and it's fun for for old and young uh, too, you know, that's one of the things that I think a lot of times, you know, they're marketed towards kids. And with good reason, because they are so fun. It's like magic. It's like magic. You get a decent geode that's whole, a little hammer, you gently crack it open, and all of a sudden, oh, my goodness, you've got two crystals, you know, two crystal geodes, two halves, you know. And, and uh, I don't know, there's something magical about that. Because you never know exactly what it's going to look like inside. And, oh, it looks so fascinating. So there's geodes. There's carvings. There's mm, pendulums for the right person. Amethyst. Clear quartz. And rose quartz for everybody. Extravagant. Trademarked. New crystals may not even be that great of a gift, so they may not be worth it, and, and why encourage people to blow holes into mountains um, <laughs> when there's so much already in stock everywhere of all different kinds of crystals. And there's all kinds of other, like, really cool things, too, like like generator quartzes and fascinating tools. So, you know, look look for those as kind of a unique, fun gift, and Personally, I don't think you can ever go wrong with a nice uh, grouping of polished stones. And one thing that that I think is also kind of a fun gift for, you know, the people that are maybe more 
uh, more attuned, you know, more in the know about crystals. They work with them. They like them. I think like an awesome gift for somebody like that where you're like, what, you, what crystal do you get for the person who already has a bunch of crystals, you know? I don't think you can ever go wrong if you want to get something different with like a little crystal healing kit, you know, or a crystal helper kit is what I like to call them that you can, you know, put together yourself. I put these together all the time and sell them at psychic fairs and in events that I go to. Um, and, you know, what I would recommend for that, you know, that I think is essential to it is a stick of selenite because that can be used for so many different things. And it's, it's such a cool stone. Again, easily, easy to find, affordable, beautiful always right? Selenite. So, you know, maybe like a nice, like selenite wand, selenite stick, something like that. And along with that, you want to have like a clear quartz, like a tumbled quartz. So they could place it above their head or on their forehead. These don't have to be gigantic size stones, but if you're putting a little uh, crystal helper kit together for someone, you want to get tumbled stones that are about the same size. So maybe, you know, like a medium or a large size for some dealers uh, would be good. And again, you know, this is not expensive even for the larger tumbled stones usually. Um, and so stick a selenite, a tumbled clear quartz. And you can think of it in terms of I think of it in terms of like the, the main chakras, right? So, you know, they, well, you can use a selenite stick for a lot of different things. You can even use it as a wand in a sense if you want to. Um, but, you know, also associated with this idea of like putting it like a few inches above your head and connecting with the soul star chakra as some people refer to it, clear quartz for the crown chakra. You can use amethyst, as we were just talking about, on the third eye. And a nice blue stone, maybe a nice angelite stone, or a nice, if they're into angels, or you can, you can tailor these, you know. If you put together your own little, you know, crystal helper kit, you can tailor it to, you know, the person you're making the gift for. You know, have them in mind if they like angels, put a blue angel stone in there. It's a beautiful, uh, you know, light blue color. And going down, you know, rose quartz for the heart chakra or green aventurine is another nice stone. So pink or green stones, really any that you're drawn to um, for the heart chakra. And then moving down a little further to the solar plexus citrine, uh, yellow quartz, yellow jasper. You, you, there's a lot of yellowstone, beautiful. Um, and I would, I would say look at, look at some of the other ones. You know, there's a, citrine gets kind of funny sometimes. And unfortunately, um, what we have is a, is a lot of, it's odd, a lot of fake citrine out there on the market being sold as citrine and really when it's heated amethyst it's it's changed uh its colors so so that's kind of you know i don't know if you have a good dealer you're okay um and it doesn't have to be expensive um to get real citrine so 
that for the solar plexus and you want an orange stone, you know, maybe something like, um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of orange stones, orange quartz, orange jasper, even something like carnelian for the sacral chakra, carnelian a lot. And that's one that you can find pretty commonly, pretty inexpensively, has those orange tones in it. And then for the root chakra, red jasper, your red stones, even some of your darker stones, your brown stones, something like, uh, oh, if you can find it, uh, mahogany obsidian, it's just a gorgeous brown stone. And then I like to include a black stone to be placed for the, as some call it, the earth star chakra beneath the feet, you know, uh, black terminal in, uh, obsidian, you know, careful where your, your obsidian is sourced from. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't have to be super careful. I know I sound superstitious when I say something like that. Um, but, like, leave the Hawaiian obsidian alone. I mean, just especially now, just leave it, leave it. You know, there's vol- volcanic, you know, glass or obsidian from all over uh, the world because there's volcanoes all over the world and it's easy to source it from somewhere else. Um, you don't want to get into that whole I think I've already done an episode on the whole weird what's going on with Hawaiian obsidian and Pele <laughs> in the previous episode. But yeah, other than that, it's a great stone. But yeah, and black terminalin is is terrific too. And kind of like we were, you know, talking about, um, oh, not exactly like that, but like I was talking about with the last caller about um, amethyst, you know, she had or geo specifically you know, having a great effect on on the environment uh, of a room, of your house, that kind of thing. Uh, something like black tourmaline is great, too. You know, what we think of with the darker stones is, is this idea that they absorb negative energies, you know, and especially tourmaline, is, black tourmaline is, is one that a lot of people connect with the idea of, um, uh, EMF, you know, like, like uh, radio frequencies, that, that, that kind of thing, like the noise pollution from the environment of all these cell towers, et cetera. And, and who knows, you know, I'm not making some big grand statements um, about, you know, the validity of that. Just that, you know, I hear from a lot of people that black terminal has been useful to them. Like they don't, they're not getting a, you know, they don't feel so irritated, you know, by having that around like electronic devices and computers, that kind of stuff in their house. So that's, you know, that's kind of an interesting uh, bit of information that, you know, I keep in mind. And I have to say, though, you know, I, I do that, right? And I have a ton of black tourmaline. I have some right here, actually, right around my computer. And but at the same time, I can't really validate that it does that because I don't, I don't feel affected by EMF to begin with, you know, not, not so much that I've really ever noticed it unless I was really standing right there, you know, in front of like a big, you know, cell tower, seeing all the lines going everywhere, seeing transformers, but, you know, around like a, you know, like a, a an electric 
company place or something like that, then I'm bothered by it. But I think I'm bothered by impactful it looks to the environment, maybe. I don't know. But anyways, it's worth the try, right? And especially because it's, I don't know about your friends, but I know with my friends, I hear this a lot. It's like, oh, you know, the EMF, or the, the cell towers, you know, in, in my city and, and getting headaches from it and all of that. And I, and I honestly don't know. I can't say that that's causing it, but that's what they seem to believe. And, and some of those people say black terminal and has helped them with that. So there's, that's another way and really kind of like the final, final message of this gift giving is that there's so much uh, information readily available uh, just online about different crystals and, and what their, you know, potential benefits might be. And use, use that, you know, if you have friends that you feel can benefit from crystals, dig into it more. You know, even Google, like, what crystals are good for such and such. And then search that out. And if they're a person not into crystals, look at them a nice carving so they'll just have it around anyways, but it still could benefit them with that thing that that crystal is connected to that you think that you would like to help them with by giving them a crystal. Um, all right, shoot me a message through the Tarot Guild. Ask me, you know, there's a, if you can't find it, and I can even – direct you to some online sources or make some recommendations. (laughs) But anyways, thank you all so much for tuning in today and and joining me uh, for another chapter of There's a Rock for That. And I will see you all next year (laughs) for the January episode, which, fingers crossed, is going to be amazing, really, truly amazing. I have a special guest coming up. I'm not going to say anything else. It's going to be really fascinating, especially for those of you that are into the more mystical and magical and metaphysical side of crystals. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, my God.